0: Ha, ha, ha.
1: So forget about the condo and come to the crib Cause the castle over the mountain, come with the bridge You know literally, we could go shopping in Italy Hand on her thigh, she ain't wanna get rid of me And she don't drink or know how L look Chanel look mixed with the Pete Arnell look You just stay pretty while I'm running the city When I whip the V, you can hold the joint if you with me Vacation costs 150, we living it up I put it on your ass if you giving it up And you know I'm not a hater if you feel bad, then you call them up later and tell them you all jaders I, I can let you I
0: Raindrops falling on the rooftop Oh baby tell me why'd you have to go Cause this pain I feel it won't go away And today I'm officially missing you I thought that from this heartache I could escape I've run it long enough to know there ain't no way. And today of I'm officially missing you. Ooh, can't nobody do it like you. Said every little thing you do. Hey, baby, says stays on my mind. Lay Two ears full of tears, tears From looking at your face No more Just me. a week ago You were My baby Now I don't even know you at all I don't know you at all and I wish that, that you would call me right now So that I could get through to you somehow it's safe to say Well, I thought I could just get over you, babe But I see there's something I just can't do From the way you would hold me
2: listeners around the world logged on to the quality music zone qmz radio.com and johnno radio.com of course a pleasant good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse it is club day wednesday august the 10th woman crush wednesday thank you so much for joining me for coffee and Toe world news on the go every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news russia launches iranian satellite into space from kazakhstan base at least 15 soldiers killed in northern burkina, burkina faso blasts according to the army india aims to restrict the sale of chinese cheap smartphones uk issues new extreme heat warning for england wales greece searches for dozens after migrant boat sinks off carpathos or Carpathos. I'm not sure how to pronounce that in news out of north america an Alabama town dissolves its police department after racist texts were sent between officers. Wow, keep them coming. Congressional panel can look at Trump's tax records. The court rules. Republicans slam FBI search of Trump's home. Democrats cautious. Trump to be questioned under oath in New York investigation and grand jury declines to indict women in Emmett Till killing. In my opinion, Britain is closer than ever to a non white prime minister. Don't think it is racial progress in business and tech news snapchat introduces new family center will allow parents to see who their child is messaging lawsuit against starbucks claim refreshers do not contain fruit whatsapp will now give you two days to unsend those messages doj preparing to sue google over ad market as soon as next month chipotle to pay nyc workers 20 million dollars for violating city labor laws in health and science news here we go again doctors in china detect a new langya virus 35 people infected in sports news former nfl star marshawn lynch arrested in las vegas for gui in the Caribbean corner, Guyanese man receives life sentence for twenty eleven murder in New York City. Out of Jamaica, PNP president hails Hannah as inspiration, and the government faces more questions and cost of Kamina's failed sg bid out of latin america cuba brings oil depot fire under control after a five-day blaze and in believe it or not news 12 year old boy confessing to accidentally shooting and killing his mother after first saying it was an intruder unable to make his wedding he sends his brother in place. In entertainment stories, Pete Davidson reportedly undergoing trauma therapy due to Kanye West's social media attacks. We're going to be right back with the details of these stories and more right after we hear from more Hashtag WCWRTs. For today, courtesy of Javette, we are going to be hearing songs from uh, Tamia, Ashanti and Maya. Here's uh, Ashanti with Happy.
3: <laughs> right back at ya. It's the world's most talented record label, Murder Inc. <laughs> and that angelic voice in the background. Oh, that's our new princess the hip hop and all and b Yeah, Mr. Ashanti.
0: <laughs> Boy. Yeah. Joy
3: Yeah, <laughs>
2: Thank you to all our listeners Logged on to QMZRadio.com The quality music zone radio.com Take us everywhere you go Download the Jano Radio the app today Available in your Apple and Google Play stores JAH kno and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i'm moments with me you're listening to coffee until world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views. You can find me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok moments with me media. And we have the details coming up right now. And we're starting off with international news. Today's hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday, and we're crushing on Tamia Ashanti and maya tam the ladies (laughs) and our request today is courtesy of javette one of our faithful avid listeners right always here with us thank you again javette good morning oh somebody's up extra early this morning good morning Marlon. good morning sin thank you all for being here with me so let's go ahead and get into it Russia launches Iranian satellite into space from Kazakhstan base courtesy of Al Jazeera. A high resolution Iranian owned satellite has been launched into space from a base in Kazakhstan on board a Russian rocket amid speculation about its uses. The remote sensing Qayyam satellite, which Iran has said it wants to use for non-military purposes, was successfully launched on Tuesday, according to footage aired live by Iranian state television. Earlier this month, the Washington Post quoted anonymous Western intelligence officials as claiming that Russia plans to use the satellite for months or longer to assist its war efforts in Ukraine. The claim has been rejected by the Iranian space agency ISA, which said last week it will have exclusive control over the satellite from day one and Russia's Roscosmos. ISA said orders transmitted to the satellite and data received from it will be encrypted and controlled by a team of Iranian engineers and scientists in Iran and no other country has access to the information throughout this process the agency also emphasized that images from Kayam which are expected to come with a resolution of one meter will be used to bolster management and planning capacities in a variety of industries such as agriculture natural resources environment water resources Mining, disaster management, in addition to border monitoring. So I'm gonna give the um the rock look on that. Not gonna make any comment. Just gonna have one eye raised with the eyebrow almost touching the lining of my hair. <laughs> also, courtesy of Al Jazeera, at least fifteen soldiers were killed in northern Burkina fossil when a transport and I don't have to slow down when I say it, right? Because for some reason I don't know why I struggle to say that name, Burkina. <laughs> When a transport vehicle drove over a hidden explosive, killing several troops before a second explosion killed those who rushed to their aid, the army has said in a statement. The incident occurred on a rural road in the BAM province of the country's central north region, where soldiers and civilians are routinely targeted by armed groups. Those linked to Al-Qaeda and the ISIL slash ISIS armed group, have been active in the region since at least 2015. The attack was carried out during an escort mission, the army said in a statement on Tuesday. India seeks to restrict Chinese smartphone makers. From selling devices cheaper than 12,000 rupees, which is the equivalent of 150 U.S. dollars, to kickstart its faltering domestic industry, dealing a blow to brands including Xiaomi Corp. And I hope I said that right. Yeah. Or is it Xiaomi? When I think of it, there's a name that I hear every day, uh, Sochi, Chin. it starts with an S. So I'm going to say Xiaomi. The move is aimed at pushing Chinese giants out of the lower segment of the world's second biggest mobile market, according to people familiar with the matter. It coincides with mounting concern about high-volume brands like Realme and Transion, undercutting local manufacturers, they said, asking not to be identified discussing a sensitive matter. Exclusion from India's entry-level market would hurt Xiaomi and its peers, which in recent years have increasingly relied on India to drive growth while their home market endures a series of COVID-19 lockdowns that crippled consumption. Smartphones Under $150 contributed to a third of India's sales volume for the quarter through June 2022, with Chinese companies accounting for up to 80% of those shipments. This is according to Market Tracker Counterpoint. Also from Al Jazeera, the UK, they're heating up over there. The United Kingdom's weather service has issued an amber extreme heat warning for parts of england and wales with no respite inside from hot dry conditions that have sparked fires broken temperature records and strained the nation's infrastructure the amber warning the second most severe after red will be in place from thursday through to the end of sunday and means that people vulnerable to extreme heat could face adverse health effects the uk met office disclosed that on Tuesday. Temperatures are expected to peak at 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit on Friday and may hit 36 degrees Celsius or 97 degrees Fahrenheit in some places on Saturday. The warning follows the driest July for England since 1935 when temperatures rose above 40 degrees Celsius, 104 Fahrenheit for the first time, turning a renewed spotlight on the impacts of climate change. Other European nations have also faced a scorching heat wave in recent weeks, with temperatures often exceeding 40 degrees Celsius, 104 degrees Fahrenheit. We hop on over to Greece, Greek authorities say a big search and rescue operation has been launched east of the island of Carpathos after a boat reportedly carrying dozens of migrants and refugees sank overnight. The Coast Guard said on Wednesday that 29 people, all men, had been rescued from the sea 33 nautical miles or 38 miles east-southeast of Carpathos, a southeastern island between Rhodes and Crete. Those rescued were from Afghanistan, Iraq and Iran and told authorities there had been about 60 to 80 people on board the vessel when it went down. Those rescued said the boat had set sail from Antalya or from the Antalya area on the southern Turkish coast and was aiming for Italy when it ran into trouble during the night. Two Coast Guard patrol boats, a Greek Navy vessel, an Air Force helicopter, and at least three ships sailing nearby were participating in the search and rescue efforts, the Coast Guard said. So unfortunate. All right, we're going to take another quick break. When we return, it is the detail, details of the stories out of North America. Here's Tamiya featuring Fabulous into you.
0: Think your truth is something special. Oh, Just what my dreams are. Dreams in. are in.
4: The I can't really. I'm so into you now, I wanna be more than a friend of you now When they ask, I mention my baby girl in the interviews now And I don't bring the problems from the 90s in the 2000s There's no reason to have a friend or two now Cause the kid's ready to tell you how he feel in a few vows Maybe I speak in general now But girl, I'ma do whatever just to keep a grin on you now Where I go, they wear bikinis in the winter too now what not you think about lines on the skin of you now Why wouldn't I wanna spend a few down On fast shopping spree and I'm Dennis the Chow I ain't concerned with other men with you now As long as when I slide up in you you brow And any dude with you He better be akin to you now And I ain't jealous, it's the principle now I'm so one of you I In the flashing, I would've traded it all in orderly fashion. The villa in Florida, we crashing, just off the shore, so you can hear when the water be splashing. The drop top three in a quarter, we dashing. The flawless diamonds in the border, we flashing. The money we order to be stashing. I make sure to be cold, be cash. I can't cut me, my baby girl so in the interviews now. And I bring the problems from the 90s into the 2000, there's no reason to have a friend or two now. Cause the kid's ready to tell you how he feel And a few vows Maybe I speak in general now But girl, I'ma do whatever Just to keep a grin on you now
2: Love log on to qmzradio.com, johnnewradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is hashtag WCW. Woman Crush Wednesday. Today we're crushing on Tamia, Ashanti, and Maya through music, courtesy of Javette. Now, I just realized why a certain person who is here on Clubhouse with us is up early this morning. So when I told this certain person that, you know, these are the artists we're crushing on today, said and i told the person um who made the selections you know who requested these arties and he was like oh yeah now i know i'm in love with that person <laughs> she understands me she understands that i I love these ladies <laughs> so javette you are responsible for getting a said individual out of their bed before 9 30 this oh my gosh listen the power of music and the power of beautiful women what can i say it's now time for us to get into the details of her stories out of north america if you're just tuning in thank you so much for checking out coffee until world news on the go if you're just joining us on clubhouse Good morning and welcome. And let's get into it. An, Ab- an Alabama town dissolves its police department after racist texts were sent between police officers. This one is pretty interesting, I must say. And I hope I can hold my tongue until the very end. Bear with me. An Alabama town abolished its police department after texts between officers joking about slavery surfaced. On Thursday, the city of Vincent voted to disband its police department following racist texts between officers. Police Chief James Screw whatever, I'm not going to even try with his last name, and Assistant Chief John Goss allegedly texted jokes about a pregnant slave to other officers. And I quote, What do y'all call a pregnant slave? asked a text message by someone identified only as 752. The unidentified respondent texts back in one, a question mark in one message and two question marks in a second message before 752 responds with Bogo, buy one, get one free. The texts later surfaced on social media. On Tuesday, Alabama Mayor James Latimore said appropriate action has been taken. Against the officer who is the culprit behind the text. The remaining officer, still employed by the city, Officer Lee Cardon, resigned shortly after the vote. Vincent is located in the center of Alabama and has a population of less than 2,000. As of Sunday, the police department section of the city's website has been wiped clean. Okay, so I need clarity. Is it wiped clean? just the website or is it wiped clean meaning the staff have been booted out and while it's upsetting to read that these are the things that are happening this is the behavior that's being displayed by people who are supposed to protect and serve you regardless of your class color religious beliefs etc 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 these are the people that we're paying. Because it's it's taxpayers that pay their salaries, right? Unless they're, unless they're privatized, I don't know. But it's tax dollars that fund police forces. And as far as I know, the money that's being paid in taxes has no other color but green. And in this day and age, it's electronic, so you don't even see it. And that's how you treat the people who pay your salary, who allow you, afford you the opportunity to be able to take care of yourself and your families. We allow you to be able to put food on your table and keep your lights on. We allow you to be able to get up each day and not worry about where your next meal is coming from. And you wipe your feet on the said people, as if you're wiping dog poop off your shoes before you get in your house. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm ex in everything, give thanks. In every bad situation, find the good. Because without something bad happening, we can't appreciate or seek out the good a lot of times. I'm glad the other one resigned. Do you? Yeah, you did yourself a favor and did us a favor. But we're going to hear about more. This is how, I mean, we've known that this is how they've felt about us for forever. But now, it's couldn't be more blatant. Couldn't be more blatant. And nobody's saying you have to like other races because it's impossible to like everyone. We would hope that you know you don't. We would hope you don't dislike them because they've done nothing to you. Just be neutral, right? But it is so blatant in our faces. Yesterday, had a conversation with son number three. I'm like, I can I, I, no, I'm, I'm just waiting. No, number two, sorry. I, I'm just waiting on son number four to finish high school to get out. This is ridiculous. in towns now i'm not sure what the demographic is like in this town in terms of racial makeup but um towns that are predominantly black should not have white offices in there that's where we're at segregation is what seems to be the answer and i know it sounds a little antique but we're going backwards anyway We talk about integration, but the truth is they don't want integration. So why are we clamoring for integration? Why is it so important that they like us? Why do we feel we have to be accepted by them? We should be policing our own cities, then, our 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 own towns, our own communities, because they're only going there to—they're only going into our communities to see the how they can make fun of us. oppress us. Good morning. Good morning, Javet. Hey Marlon.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't open his mic so he know he's awake.
5: <laughs>
1: oh my god. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Rick. Marlon act like he can't just go to Pandora and put their names in, right?
2: <laughs> oh, Javette, you don't know the level of spoiled. okay? You'd have to I do know. that for him. Mm-hmm. That's okay. If that's all he
1: needs, then that's simple. That's simple.
2: <laughs> See but... why he's never going to do better? Because
1: ladies like you keep spoiling him.
2: <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> so, oh my God, let me not interrupt you. Go right ahead, Javette. I,
1: I I think for a long time that's why even when I was living in New York that they wanted to have like community policing. They wanted to hire um people from the community to police their own community. But I think. We're so afraid of police officers that we're not even applying. But <laughs> the, the whole system is, like, scary. Why would you want to apply to something like that? So, you know, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It really is. I just think the bottom line is if you have any type of um, racial mindset toward a specific culture, you don't need to be a police officer because you're supposed to be neutral. You're supposed to protect and serve, and how can you protect a race that you don't even like? So, I yield my mic.
2: Absolutely right.
5: You're so right, Mr. Vett, but this is where a lot of the, the people them go to fulfill their craziness so they could hurt other people. This is one place you can go as a police officer to do stuff to other races who you don't like. You know, imagine before body cams and and cell phones, what these officers have done to black people. You know, you know, imagine before certain things came out, what they have you know said and done to hurt black people. This is ridiculous, and this is Alabama you're talking. The whole state is racist, so it don't surprise me. Um, what's going on in Alabama or other you know Florida depends it's 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 just sad they, they need to get rid of everybody but it's just sad.
2: Clean house clean house I posted my Instagram link at the top I let me check something because when you when you click on that link it should take you to a story okay yeah it's gonna tell when you click the link, it's going to take you directly to a story on Instagram that I, want, I would like you to look at. And I'm going to leave it up there. I would love for everyone to look at that video. Because coming up, there is a story that I'm going to say something about. And this will kind of connect to it. But it's not just the white officers oppressing our own. The black officers are doing it. Why? I don't know not sure why but we're going to get into that a little more um go ahead marlon
5: Uh, i was about to say that when you say um we need to put black officers in in uh, black neighborhoods and i'll be honest with you some black officers are worse than the white ones yep Mm -hmm. some of them is more white than the white people I'd be careful of what we said we want to put in certain areas because you'll be, be surprised
2: yep you'd be surprised absolutely but so check out the link that I have at the top it takes you directly to a story on Instagram watch the video listen to the l- listen pay attention A United States federal appeals court has ruled that a congressional committee has the right to see former President Donald Trump's tax returns. Trump had argued that the request was too political, but the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit concluded on Tuesday that the panel's request was consistent with their legislative work. The House Ways and Means Committee said it expected to receive the tax returns almost immediately. When the committee makes a request that is within its authority to make that is within Congress's investigative power, the Treasury Secretary does not have a choice as to whether to provide the information, the ruling stated. The decision is yet another setback for Trump, who is mired in legal conflicts and investigations as he mulls another run for president in the 2024 election. Trump's taxes could be made public revealing new details about his financial affairs. The decision came uh, came one day after Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago in Florida was searched by the FBI. It is typical, but not required for presidents to release their tax returns. A norm meant to promote transparency that Trump has refused to follow. The former president's lawyers had argued that the panel was seeking the tax returns for political reasons, But the court rejected that argument. While it is possible that Congress may attempt to threaten the sitting president with an invasive request after leaving office, every president takes office knowing that he will be subject to the same laws as all other citizens upon leaving office, the court stated. This is a feature of our democratic republic, not a bug. And Al Jazeera is reporting that Republicans slam FBI search off Trump's home. Democrats cautious. Donald Trump's Republican Party has come to the former U.S. president's defense after FBI agents conducted a search at his residence in Florida with many conservative lawmakers vowing to investigate law enforcement agencies involved in the incident. The anger was expressed by far-right firebrands as well as mainstream Republican congressional leaders who claimed without evidence that the raid on Monday night was politically motivated. I've seen enough, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said in a statement. The Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. McCarthy said when Republicans win control of the House of Representatives, they will conduct immediate oversight of the department, warning that Attorney General Merrick Garland should preserve his documents and clear his calendar. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi slammed McCarthy's statement, starting with refuting his insinuation that Republicans would take control of the House of Representatives after the upcoming midterm elections in November. No person is above the law, not even the president of the United States, not even a former president of the United States, Pelosi told the Today Show on NBC. White House spokeswoman Karine Jean-Pierre stressed on Tuesday that President Joe Biden had no knowledge of the search before it happened. And in As the World Turns Around the Trump Organization, Trump is to be questioned under oath In New York investigation, former United States President Donald Trump has said he will testify under oath as part of a New York state civil investigation into the business dealings of his company, the Trump Organization. In a post on his social media site, Truth Social, Trump said he would be meeting on Wednesday with New York Attorney General Letitia James, whose office has been conducting a probe focusing on whether the former Republican president and his company misstated the value of assets, including golf courses and skyscrapers, to mislead lenders and tax authorities. James's office had subpoenaed Trump in January. The testimony comes as Trump's myriad legal woes have again been cast into the spotlight after FBI agents in an extraordinary move searched the former president's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, reportedly, reportedly as part of an unrelated federal probe into whether he took classified records when he left the White House in early 2021 observers say the move could signal the u.s department of justice is moving towards criminal charges against the president in new york city tonight seeing racist nys attorney general tomorrow wow for a continuation of the greatest witch hunt in u.s history that's what trump wrote on tuesday invoking his oft-repeated claims about james who is black my great company and myself are being attacked from all sides Trump added banana Republic in May a judge dismissed a Trump lawsuit seeking to end the investigation on the grounds the Attorney General's probe was politically motivated James a Democrat and a vocal Trump critic has said in court filings that her office has uncovered significant evidence that Trump's company used fraudulent or misleading asset valuations to obtain a host of economic. I do apologize. Um, James, a Democrat and a vocal Trump critic has said in court filings that her office has uncovered significant evidence that Trump's company used fraudulent or misleading asset valuations to obtain a host of economic benefits, including loans, insurance coverage and tax deductions. She has said the investigation could lead to legal action, including lawsuits against the parties involved. Trump's upcoming testimony follows the reported questioning of his adult children, Donald Jr. and Ivanka, in recent days by the New York Attorney General's office. It is expected to be closely watched by the Manhattan District Attorney's office, which has been pursuing a parallel criminal investigation into the Trump organization's business dealings. Beyond the FBI and New York probes, Trump faces an investigation in Georgia into whether he committed election fraud and other offenses in pressuring the state's attorney general to find, quote unquote, votes following his 2020 presidential election loss. He also faces a defamation lawsuit filed by E. Jean Carroll, a former writer for Elle magazine, who accuses Trump of lying in his denial of raping her in the 1990s in a New York City department store. It's Trump day. (laughs) don't
5: feel sorry for him at all
2: I don't I don't
5: but you put up this in in the universe come right back at you so I have no sorry for him Um, what he said I've said about other people and said about people and want to do with other people when he was a president Um, I think they're just spiting him so
2: but listen to his racist comment In New York City tonight, seeing racist NYS Attorney General tomorrow for a continuation of the greatest witch hunt in U.S. history. My great company and myself are being attacked from all sides. Banana Republic. Could you be more blatantly racist?
3: He is always, he is always, um, where is racism on his sleeve, so... That's not surprising. What's uh, more surprising for me? Listen, if I was Trump, I would feel like I'm I'm on the scene. I would feel like everybody's. i to getting me. Uh, but apart from that, we are his soldiers. We are we are these uh villains of folk. he's die out at um magas? We're we're at where? We're the protests. We're we're the other. I'm just trying to figure out what happened. I thought they came out in um in droves right now <laughs> to defend the guy. I don't know. They did. You didn't see the Yeah, they they're protesting. How many of them? I don't know. Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> but I did <laughs> I see didn't, it. I didn't count. <laughs> Go ahead, Jevette. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I didn't count. I just know I saw a couple of signs, yeah. you know, and then a couple of politicians. That's about it.
2: Um. Yeah, I. I on Al Jazeera, I saw... Let me see if I can find the story again. But on aljazeera.com... I did see pictures of the, um, yeah, Trump, 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 Trump. Yeah, I saw pictures of, um, you know, a protest. Well, we, we can't see beyond the scope of the lens, right? So I'm not sure how many people, right? But they're supporting him. I guarantee you, um, naturalist that they're funding him. He has raised millions of dollars. People emptied their pockets to him.
3: I, know, I need I need this kind of it's kind of power because these folks drink a lot of Kool Aid. <laughs> it doesn't matter what he what he does; and just um, they still support him. And are they really? I'm wondering though, really and true. What, what is, is, Are they all just blinded by by you know race? or, or is it something else? I, I don't think it has to be a combination of of two things. But I just don't think he's just blinded, just supporting that whatever it does. You know, I, mean, I thought Bill Clinton was bad, but wow, he. These folks really don't support them
2: till the death of them. But it's how you know it's amusing. It's one of the the stories because we I read three articles all related to Donald Trump. It's how they um, let me let me see if I can go back to the right one. Donald Trump's Republican Party. I didn't know it was his Republican Party. Party yeah yeah he thinks that he is above the law how dare you search his home what happened to regular folks like you and I when they b- want to come into our homes do we even have a chance to say anything no we don't raids are always unannounced
3: but I, I was also heard that they gave Trump a copy of the search warrant and that is something that they normally don't do so if you really want you just release it and let's all see what they were looking for but yeah. of course uh he won't do that
2: no but when it comes to the tax returns naturalist i thought that you didn't have to go through um hoops and carry on to get someone's tax returns because if they want my tax returns, aren't they just going to go straight to the IRS and get them without my approval?
3: Well, in that case, it's a different situation because it was a customer thing that whenever you're running for president, uh, you release your tax. It was on a law that you have to release your you have to release your taxes. But once they start this investigation now, and they start, up, you know, crossing a couple of T's and a couple of I's, then they, they require a tax tax. Um, information and he refused to want to give it but as far as you're giving it when you're in the president that is just a customary thing
2: <sighs> remember when he said he's the least ra- least racist person
5: <laughs> but how can you how can you provide something or they find something if you don't file it <laughs> 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 by the tax there's nothing
2: to find he fouls. No, he fouls. It's that he doesn't make anything. He, he, he let me tell you something. He pays less taxes than you and I. He pays oh. less taxes than all of us in here put together.
5: I know. I, I know it's it's we all do it, but I know.
1: Yeah. He pays less taxes than
2: homeless people. That part. That part. And they will throw a homeless person in jail before they throw him. But good morning. Is it Sin? Or was it Allison? Allison. Allison, Allison, good morning. So if he were to reveal all his taxes, it would also reveal all the illegitimate businesses that he has, illegitimate charity organizations, all of those. And most people get charities and those type of organization because it's tax exempt and you get huge breaks from some of these organizations when you hire people or fake hire people. So for him to reveal his um, tax returns, it would just open up Pandora's box. Well, we're here for it. We're here for it. When you listen, have you ever listened to that man when he delivers a speech? He delivers his speech at the level of an uh, uh, uh what you call a preschooler. He, he sounds like a preschooler who his thoughts aren't cohesive, he's not able to really explain himself intelligently. But I get it. Look at the people who stand up in the crowds and listen to him. People in the yeah, wrong He has to cater to his target audience. The, the, exactly the uneducated those who are unable to rationalize and think they're like alligators with their mouths open just waiting for you to drop a piece of meat in there yep you're right allison absolutely right the people who are living on those dirt roads who say we don't speak english but they can't even put a sentence together you can't even make out what they're saying yeah those are the people
6: Every time he speaks, I want to say that this man is so dunce. But but then again, it's like, I question myself, like, he's if, he's not so dumb, if he's so dumb, how did he get so far? But, but like, I understand what you're saying. When he speaks, I, I just look at him, like, and the words he uses, I'm like, huh? And he speaks like this forever. But I don't think he's the is the sharpest knife. One thing he knows, though, is that to get the right people around him, and he does that very well. And he knows how to manipulate people. So.
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. He, he,
2: has, he, he has mastered that. Definitely.
5: That is so true, Dre. That's exactly what he did. He put certain people around him, and you know how to get you. So, I guess when you, can't, when you can't do certain things, you're selling yourself with certain people. You know, so.
2: He's wow. pretty smart, actually, to do that. That's a very smart move.
1: You know. do
2: I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You go ahead, Javette.
1: Um, Don't believe most bullies from past history are able to find people to follow them. That's where they get the power
2: from. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. According to Al Jazeera, a grand jury declines to indict women in Emmett Till killing. A Mississippi grand jury has declined to indict the white woman whose accusation set off the lynching of black teenager Emmett Till nearly 70 years ago most likely closing the case that shocked the nation and galvanized the modern civil rights movement. After hearing more than seven hours of testimony from investigators and witnesses, a Lafleur County grand jury last week determined there was insufficient evidence to indict Carolyn Bryant-Donham on charges of kidnapping and manslaughter, Lafleur County District Attorney DeWayne Richardson said in a news release on Tuesday. The decision came a month after an unserved arrest warrant from the time of the crime was found in the basement. Off the Laflore County Courthouse for Donham, her husband, Roy Bryant, and his half-brother, J.W. Millam. The two men, both now deceased, were arrested and acquitted on murder charges by an all-white jury, but Donham, then 21, was never taken into custody. The Reverend Wheeler Parker Jr., Emmett Till's cousin, and the last living witness to Till's August 28, 1955 abduction, said Tuesday's announcement is unfortunate but predictable. The prosecutor tried his best, and we appreciate his efforts, but he alone cannot undo hundreds of years of anti-black systems that guaranteed those who killed Emmett Till would go unpunished to this day, Parker said in a statement. The fact remains that the people who abducted, tortured and murdered Emmett did so in plain sight and our American justice system was and continues to be set up in such a way that they could not be brought to justice for their heinous crimes. Ollie Gordon, another of Till's cousins, told the Associated Press News Agency that some justice had been served in the Till case despite the grand jury's decision. Justice, he said, is not always locking somebody up and throwing the keys away. Miss Donham has not gone to jail, but in many ways, I don't think she's had a pleasant life. I think each day she wakes up, she has to face the atrocities that have come because of her actions. A little disappointed, but as um, his cousin said, Reverend Wheeler Parker, predictable. So we shouldn't really be surprised. In my opinion, Britain is closer than ever to a non-white prime minister. Don't think it's racial progress. This, in my opinion, article is courtesy of Kehinde Andrews, who is a professor of black studies at Birmingham City University and the author of the book, The New Age of Empire, How Racism and Colonialism Still Rule the World. The opinions in this article belong to the author, view the views expressed are not necessarily those of cnn qmzradio.com or janno and moments with me media and i read Britain is as close as it has ever been to being run by a prime minister who is not white when Boris Johnson eventually skulks out of office, he will be replaced by either Rishi Sunak, son of Indian migrants via East Africa, or Liz Truss, who is doing her best Margaret Thatcher impression. There was such fanfare that half of the original eight conservative candidates who were from a, or who are from an ethnic minority representing far and away the most diverse contest, the next leader of the country ever but rather than being a signal that we are at a watershed moment in british politics this whole episode is the perfect example that diversity is often the enemy of anti-racism representation matters but sunak does not represent the majority of those experiencing racism in the uk uk this is not just because his family are alleged millionaire tax dodges. In April, the Independent revealed Sunat's multi-millionaire Indian wife held a non-domicile status, allowing her to avoid paying tax on foreign earnings in the UK. An arrangement that, though legal, was awkward for the Chancellor's wife and one she pledged to change. When he was Chancellor, Johnson liked to draw attention to his government being the most diverse in British history, including Sunak. It was Sunak's resignation from the government last month that started the floodgate of ministers losing faith in Johnson, which led to his leadership contest. Despite all this diversity, the government has pursued the most openly racist policy agenda in living memory. In Britain... Immigration policy has always been the first line of defense against the so-called race problem. Unlike in the United States, Britain kept its colonial violence and subjects largely in its former colonies. It is only since technology allowed travel from the empire that Britain has had to deal with large numbers of racial minorities. Since it became clear black and brown migrants were coming to stay in the late 1950s, immigration policy has been aimed at reducing non-white migration in order to keep Britain white. This eventually led to the hostile environment that mandated immigration checks in all walks of life, which resulted in the Windrush scandal. The scandal which began to surface in 2017 saw countless people who had been legally living in the country for decades suddenly losing their jobs and subject to arrest and deportation because they could not prove their status home secretary priti patel has only made matters worse proposing using warships to turn back boats crossing the mediterranean even though it would put lives at risk and unlawfully seeking to deport those that make it to british waters to rwanda for processing patel had to admit that her latest piece of immigration legislation was so restrictive that her own ugandan indian parents would have been barred from entering the country she seems so committed to the keep britain white agenda that's the next logical step is surely to deport herself. Patel's recent policing bill essentially outlaws the protests sparked by the death of George Floyd, and she has been outspoken about how dreadful she finds Black Lives Matter demonstrations. It is no coincidence that the most racist policy has come from a non-white spokesperson. Patel's diversity is the point, allowing her to get away with words and deeds someone of a different hue could not sunak has not been as openly hostile on such issues but he serves in the government and pledged to continue its draconian immigration stance he has pledged to push ahead with plans to deport asylum seekers to rwanda deport an increasing number of foreign-born criminals and even proposed a cap on the total number of refugees make no mistake he is a continuity candidate and will be steering the same racist ship as his predecessor the next Prime Minister will be chosen early September by the 160,000 Conservative Party members who have a vote. If you are wondering why there will be no wider public vote to decide who leads the nation, it is because of Britain's antiquated system of government. The Queen is technically the head of state, with the Prime Minister representing the leader of the majority party in Parliament who operates at her prerogative. The Prime Minister is not directly elected, and therefore, when they resign, whoever takes over the leadership of the party runs the country. But even though they are unelected, the British Prime Minister wields more legislative power than U.S. Presidents. There are few checks and balances in the system. With the elected Parliament passing laws that are examined by the unelected House of Lords, who provide scrutiny, but has little power to prevent if the government is determined. Whoever takes over from Johnson has a large majority in Parliament and can effectively pass whatever legislation they see fit. In theory, a new prime minister could bring in sweeping changes. Unlike when former U.S. President Barack Obama was elected, there is no hostile Congress standing in the way of a non-white leader to usher in the age of racial progress. Unfortunately, if Sunak wins, we will see precisely the opposite occur. Let's just say the average number of the Conservative Party voting for the next Prime Minister is not a liberal advocate for racial justice. One of the most appealing candidates to the membership was Kemi Badnok, a Nigerian immigrant who became the queen of the anti-woke brigade with her attacks on critical race theory Black Lives Matter and her defense of the British Empire. She is so extreme that far-right nationalist group Britain First reportedly endorsed her candidacy. Anyone who hopes to lead the party is bound to the faithful and the will of the parliamentarians. The conservatives have always been the anti-immigrant law and order party who have disdain for notions like institutional racism. It is not just a brand but deep in the dna of the party the idea that black and brown faces leading the party is progressive is as insulting as it is absurd this is the real identity politics the idea that just because of their color people like patel badenoch and sunak must have the best interests of black and brown communities at heart in truth there have always been those who chose to align with the forces of racial oppression in order to enrich and enable themselves the british empire simply could not have run without countless black and brown middle managers the fact that one may now be elevated into the most important role is no kind of victory in fact a senac victory would put british race relations back even further when the johnson or further than the Johnson government did. There is nothing more damaging than the illusion of progress because it masks the real problems that continue to exist. The absolute last thing that this racist government needs is the PR boost from a brown face at the head of the table. If Sinek wins, he will be leading an openly racist government hell-bent on continuing its devastating agenda. But because a non-white prime minister has been such a long time coming, many of us will delude ourselves into believing the change has come. And that was, in my opinion, courtesy of CNN article written by, let me get back to his name because I don't want to mispronounce it. It is Kehinde Andrews, who is a professor of black studies at Birmingham City University. Ah. Interesting. Read. Um, No lies told. I remember when um the whole fiasco happened and Boris Johnson had to step aside. Um, and I remember when we saw the faces of the potential candidates. And, you know, I was like, okay, good. We have some, you know, other faces up there. However, we I felt that, you know, highly unlikely it would happen. And I remember James. Is James there yet? No, he's not here yet. But I remember James saying, it's not necessarily a good thing. Right? Now, I, I hope everyone got a chance to see the video that's linked at the top. Really hope you all got to see because I want to tie it into this article. We go harder than the slave master. We really do. We carry out the slave master's agenda. Let us head on over to the continent of Africa for a second and look at the various countries where mining is done. Europeans come in, set up their shops. They acquire these mines. They're searching for gold, diamond, fine and precious metals, jewels to make themselves rich not to help the country that they're mining from or the villages or communities it's to their own advantage and who mans and guards these mines? the people of the community or in some cases the army and they turn on their own for who for the europeans right they kill their own if anybody attempts to come near or come on the property, they kill them. They kill their own. For the white man. I'm sorry, there's no other way to put it. That's what they do. We hold everybody else in high esteem. What are we afraid of? So, this author is absolutely right. Let's look in the Caribbean predominantly of African descent, the leaders. And they always seem to bow down and extend opportunities to non-citizens. Non-citizens get the biggest breaks, and we are held down. It's harder for us to be able to make advancements. Remember on Monday when I played the song, Emancipate Yourself, Redemption Songs. That's the correct name of the song. Emancipate yourselves from Mental Slavery. We are still enslaved. It's 2022. Slavery was abolished, but we're still slaves. Yesterday I said, we need to think about our power. We are powerful, but we refuse to acknowledge the power that we have. Why in 2022 are we bowing down to carry out the oppressor's agenda? And we are more forceful with it. We are way more forceful. As if we are trying to seek some approval. Approval from whom? Why are we making others feel as though they are superior to us? Why are we doing that? We really don't think much of ourselves. We don't think we're worthy. We don't think we're capable. What is it? What is it about us that we don't like ourselves? Now, Sanak, son of Indian migrants via East Africa, if and for some reason i don't know why but i feel he may have a foot in the door if he is elected as the leader and becomes the first non-white prime minister of um england is he going to be comfortable carrying out the agenda of the parliament knowing that they don't really like his kind either They don't like his kind either.
1: Mr. I'm going to sign behind your back. you don't, don't have to you don't have to. Have you, have to you do not I'm, have I'm to, asking you why am I putting my hands behind my back? I'm going to, under arrest. I'm going to sign the ticket, but why am I under arrest? Why Sir, she's I'm about, about to sign the ticket. I'm going to sign. She's about a ticket. to sign the ticket. That's all you wanted to do, is sign a ticket. That's all it is. I'm going to sign the ticket. That's all she
7: signed the ticket. You told me you're not She's about to sign, a sign the ticket. I'm going to sign the ticket. You don't have option now.
1: Why don't I have the option, can Mr.
7: Brooks? I gave Brooks? you two
1: options. She
4: was
2: just asking for <laughs> your badge Brooks, number I'm at first. I'm asking
1: for your badge number and I wasn't clear on why yes. you weren't giving me your badge you number. Sir, you do not have to hold her like that. Oh, my God. Sir, you do not have sir, to drag her like Mr. that. Mr. Sir, I'm, ask, I'm telling you that yeah. I'm going to Sir, I'm going to sign sir, for you do not have to yeah, grab go. her like that. I'm going to sign the ticket, Mr. Brooks. I'm going to sign the ticket. Why am I being arrested? Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? Sir. Oh my God. I'm so scared, my God, please in the name of Jesus, please God in the name. Why am I being arrested, Mr. Brooks? I'm going to sign a ticket, Mr. Brooks. Why am I you being arrested? Why, why am I being arrested? I don't understand why I'm being arrested. Can you please tell me why I'm being arrested? Turn around and put your hands behind me. You tell me why I'm being arrested, right, I have be the tased. right, I have do the right, Sir, right. do the not tase it, oh put your, your hands tased.
8: behind do your back. Tased. Not tased.
4: Tased. Do not resist. What are you taking her for? I, 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 Why are
8: you pulling it out? Put your hands this behind is your This not compliant.
2: What are you doing? That's a black officer. Did you, did you get a chance to look at the video? For those listening online on QMZRadio.com and JohnOradio.com, you can log on to Instagram, go to the Shade Room, and look for the article titled, Atlanta woman shares footage of local police officer using excessive force on her sister. Was that necessary? To do that to someone who was not disrespecting you, who was asking you a question which she has the right to ask, but because you took offense to it, you decided to go from zero to 100 you have her on the ground you are straddling her she's on her side and you're telling her to turn over how is she to turn over if she's on if she's on her side and you're on top of her and then you pull out the taser why pull out the taser oh she said she's going to sign the ticket she's going to sign the citation why was that necessary And herein lies the the correlation. We're put in positions of power and we don't even know what to do with it. We think we have arrived and we mistreat our own. We don't even have the gift of discernment within us to know when certain behavior is appropriate. This woman, she wasn't running. She's being respectful, in my opinion. This is my opinion because everybody will view it differently. My humble opinion. We're not allowed to ask police officers any questions. And I'm going to guarantee you this. If she were a white woman, he would not have handled her like that. He would not. All she wanted was his badge number. He becomes belligerent. Excessive use of force. He claims that she was resisting arrest and refusing to sign a citation. And we're waiting for more um, details.
3: Yeah, but
5: you don't have to sign a citation if you don't want to. You know, just 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 take it to court. So by law, well, I'm not sure by in Atlanta, but you don't have to sign a police officer giving you a ticket. You don't have to sign it. You can refuse to sign it. They give it to you, and you you go to court, or you know whatever you want to do with it. You know, so I don't know. That's that's just ridiculous.
1: I think that a lot of officers overstepped their boundaries. (laughs) Excuse me, I watched that video and it reminded me of one Labor Day in Brooklyn, New York. Um, we lived on Eastern Parkway and when Giuliani was uh, in control of the police force in New York, they would ban you from parking your car on Eastern Parkway um, the night before the parade. I was pregnant at the time, but we had family coming by and I had some groceries to drop off. So each length of Eastern Parkway, they would have police posted up. And the first police officer allowed me to go up the block because I told them I'm just dropping off my groceries. But when I got in front of my home, this gang of new jacks, of others, came out of their vehicle and told me that I can't unload my groceries and I need to move my car. And I told them, I live here, I showed them my driver's license, and they didn't care. So they started to Aggressively touch me just like the policeman in this video and um, Don't touch me especially when I'm pregnant and especially when you're new jacks, and especially I already know what you want to try to do to me. So I started getting just like this woman in the video So the good thing was there was a lot of brothers in my neighborhood that always looked out for me so they all came out so it was getting ready to be a riot and then one of the head police officers happened to come up the block and told these guys to let me go she lives here he doesn't understand why they were aggressively um harassing me and then it was over so Their power, they feel that they can use at any time. And you're not supposed to second guess anything they say to you. And that's ridiculous. And I was pregnant at the time. Visibly pregnant. And I could have been someone on the news the night before Labor Day in Brooklyn, New York.
2: Mm -hmm. Wow. Thankfully, that person came up the block. Because God is to tell what could have happened to you. So I'm looking at the comments on the shade room. And one comment reads. The fact that people are up here. Because I, I, I scrolled through some of the comments. And it's kind of disturbing that some of the, what some people are saying. But anyway, let me read this particular one. The fact that people are up here saying they need to see the whole video is disgusting. And it's mostly men. But want us to protect the black man? This cop was in the wrong, period. I'm going to protect my black people, even if it's from our own kind. This is insane. I'm fuming, and I will be calling the police department all the way from Connecticut. I just need that badge number. Another comment reads, legally, you don't have to sign anything. Just because you don't sign doesn't mean they can arrest you. You will be provided a court date to appeal. They are just abusing their power sad af and another comment <laughs> read exercising uh let me go back hold on hold on one second i don't want to misquote uh of course everybody's wondering why he's wearing a mask why doesn't he have his face exposed okay remember when ice cube said black police showing out for the white cop doing too much. We always doing the most. To impress who? Them? You think they like you? They don't like you either. Not because y'all have on the same uniform mean they like you. They tolerate you. They don't like you either, friend. And you in the state of Georgia? Ooh, I don't really care for you either. And you did that to this woman. Was that necessary? Not all skin folk is folk, they say. Now, what if she was a criminal? What would he have done to her? That's, that's what it leads me to think. If she were a criminal, what would he have done to her? And I don't even want to start to imagine. Don't even want to. I hope she gets justice. I hope that ticket gets thrown out. And I hope he is um, held accountable for his actions. I really hope he is. He has no business in the police force. He, He clearly, in my opinion, I think he has anger management issues or anger issues whatever he can't control himself the least little thing he escalates I imagine he's someone who probably hits a woman I would imagine because for you to go that quickly yeah I wouldn't be surprised if you hear that he he um hits women I really would not be surprised no not at all Time for us to take another quick break. When we return, we have business and tech and health and science news. Here is Maya. Who remembers this? Um, this one from the I think it's from the movie. Rugrats, take me there. Who remembers this one?
0: You better eat And count the five.
4: Cause you know that everything will be
8: alright. I so see
4: the magic in your eyes. Strong enough, you know, to bring your dreams to life. I could
0: tell it was your ex by your Why is she calling now after so long? Does she hear about the brand new things that you just bought for me? Cause all didn't have no kids, didn't share no mutual friends. And you told me that she'd turn trick when you all broke up and I'd be What you gonna do when you can't say no? And I'm gonna stop the show boy. I'm to when my about the past i'll be asleep cuz that shit did not like When you you're a woke up up, and I'm, I'm you do when you can't say no I'm gonna stop the show, boy, I really need to know But I don't see but she gon' tell me What she thinks a man should or should not be Cause her love life right. She needs to get it tight before she be stepping me
2: All of our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, The Quality Music Zone, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It's hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. Today we are crushing on Tamiya, Ashanti, and Maya through music. And our music selection is courtesy of Javette. To Marlon's pleasure. quality music while you work on or play to help get you through your day it's qmzradio.com go ahead and log on coming up we have business and tech news so keep it locked
0: you know how to fix
2: time for business and tech news. Snapchat introduces new family center will allow parents to see who their child is messaging. Snapchat has just introduced a new supervision feature that will allow parents to see who their children are talking to, but not the conversations. When it comes to keeping up with these children today, parents definitely have their work cut out for them, especially as it revolves around children being on social media. You never know what your kids are talking about, but Snapchat is going to fill parents in on who their child is talking to with its new feature. The Family Center is the meeting place for parents and children on the platform. Once in the supervision hub, a child must accept an invite before Snapchat begins monitoring the child on behalf of the parent. Both the parent and the child must have Snapchats in order for the supervision feature to work. Once the parent and child are set up, parents will get a limited version of what the child's messaging inbox looks like. They can see who they are talking to, but not the full conversation. With Family Center, you can view your teen's friends list, see who they have been communicating with in the last seven days, and easily and confidentially report accounts you may be concerned about directly to the trust and safety team. These tools mirror the way parents engage with their teens in the real world. In the same way parents can't see or hear their teen's everyday personal and private communications, parents will not be able to view their teen's conversations or SNAPs. Uh, Question. If the only way the parent is going to be able to do the monitoring is if the child accepts the invite. Do we really think these children will allow us to do that? Really?
1: Here's the next question though. If you can't see the conversation what are you notifying? (laughs) How do you know what this person is? How do you know what's being said? So that's just a waste of time and money. And stress because all it's going to do it stressed the kids and the parents out.
2: I agree. I totally agree.
6: They still could plot whatever they want to do.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It makes to me makes no difference. I'm sorry. I don't know. Makes no difference to me. Um I've, I I think I need to go back to the drawing board. I think they wasted time. Somebody thought it was a brilliant idea. Uh, uh nah, it's not. No, because if I okay, let me ask you a question. If I report something to the um to law to a police officer, if I call nine one one, don't I have to have something to back up or justify? Give them something to work with to justify the reason for the necessity for them to leave the station and come out, don't I? I can't just say any little, abs- oh, um, I, Marlon, I, Marlon is talking to Javette. Okay, what is Marlon saying to Javette? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so how do you know something is wrong? I just have a feeling. Uh, ma'am, we can't take your feelings to court. We can't prove anything with just your feeling. That's what they're going to say. Am I wrong or am I right? I don't know. I need some. Can you check out Marlon for me? Why are we checking him out? Oh, he's talking to Javette. And what are they talking about? I don't know. So why do you need me to check out Javette? To check out Marlon? Because he's talking to Javette. Okay, ma'am. There's not much I can do. I really don't know what you want me to do. I making sense because that's how it's that's what it sounds like to me in my head, and then I thought the goal of monitoring was to monitor them without you knowing, right? So if they know that you're monitoring, they're gonna move to another platform or find another way to talk to whoever they want to talk to. There are positives. But there are some drawbacks. And I think they need to go back to the drawing board with this one. Yeah. Not feeling it on oh, Snapchat. I'm not even a Snapchatter. I don't know. I don't know. But not, not working. Try again. Come again. So could Starbucks be the new scammers of the world? I've been trying to tell y'all. <laughs> the lawsuit against Starbucks claims refreshers do not contain fruit. Well, One lawsuit claims that the franchise is finessing its customers by selling fruit drinks without actual fruit or with random fruits unrelated to the drink flavor. In a class action suit recently filed in a Manhattan federal court, a woman by the name of Joanne Comines is looking to hold the Seattle-based Java company accountable for deceiving its consumers. In the claim, the Astoria Queen's resident argues that Starbucks refresher drinks such as the mango dragon fruit lemonade, strawberry acai lemonade, and pineapple passion fruit lemonade do not contain mango, passion fruit, or acai. Per the complaint, the popular beverage line is mostly composed of grape juice concentrate, sugar, and water. Starbucks did indeed include some freeze-dried fruit in the drinks, but not the ones after which the refreshers are named. Caminas claimed she learned of Starbucks' false advertising when she purchased the strawberry acai refresher and found there was no actual acai in it. Starbucks' website indicates that the drink is only accented, and let's put that word in quotations, with aside components. While Caminas' lawsuit does not specify potential damages, it does state that the amount of in controversy is more than $5 million. In a statement to the Post, Starbucks spokeswoman Megan Adams called the allegations inaccurate. We look forward to defending ourselves against these claims, Adams added. Lawsuits concerning missing ingredients in food are not uncommon. Subway is still battling a California lawsuit that claims the restaurant chain does not use actual tuna in their sandwiches. I thought they settled that one already. That came out like a year or two ago, that that Subway one. I was like, well, what the heck is it? If it's not tuna, what is it? Hmm. But, um... This, how much How much, How much? much money did you say, Mom? Five million dollars. Javette, Javette, listen. We need to sit down and put our heads together and find something to sue somebody for because we, we're missing out. We, we're missing out on the bag. For real? We are missing out. I mean, we're going to be retiring in a couple of years. We need to make sure we are okay.
1: Wow. Wow! I'm wasting, wow. <laughs> I'm wasting time. Wow! I'm
2: wasting time. I'm seriously wasting time. <laughs> Bruce, excuse me, I'm sneezing. My apologies. Go ahead, James. Good morning. I'm so sorry. Go right ahead.
7: Morning, morning. Yeah, but I, I think what people don't realize, um, like these companies that that they think about these stuff before they go ahead, um, you know the pros and the cons, like in in terms of like, you know, they they kind of see in the pipeline that there could be like a lawsuit come in and mm-hmm. I'm sure they sit down with their law team and and decide whether whether or not they're gonna go ahead because I don't know if you remember the the, the McDonald's suit where someone is suing McDonald's for um their burger some burger that said 100 percent beef um and when in the in the midst of the lawsuit like uh McDonald's defense was not was that they didn't say that the beef contained hundred percent burger but um, the, the burger contained 100% beef, but the name of the company that makes it, what the name of the company is 100% beef. That's, what, that's what's the name, the name of the company. Ah. So, you know, they, they, they kind of finished it um, to, to kind of use to their advantage. And, they, and I think they got away with it because the name of the company that did the burger was 100% beef. And the way they put it on the package was like misleading like this beef this mm. burger a 100% beef and that's how they got away with it so yeah these companies are crooks they sit down with their law team and they, they, they decide what what they what you know is worth the risk or what is not so yeah
2: hmm. wow okay so they're prepared for it james It means nothing to them because people are going to still buy Starbucks with their Burberry scarves and Gucci slides and Louis bags. They're still going to get it, right? No big deal to them. Yeah, $5 million is probably a drop in the bucket for Starbucks. No, nothing lost. So don't feel bad for them, right?
8: Okay, well.
2: Do better, Starbucks. Do better.
1: Is it me? I'm not hearing anything.
2: No. No, actually. it's me. It's me. I accidentally pressed the mute button. I do apologize. Thank you for saying that, Javette. Otherwise, I would be here talking and reading and nobody's hearing me on Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. Starbucks doesn't really care, if you ask me. I think their products are overpriced, but who am I? Right? People are buying it. I think it's all a hype, if you ask me. I've had their coffee and uh, you can keep it. Yeah, other places, in my opinion, have way better coffee. That's all I'm gonna say on that matter. Yeah, it's not like
8: nothing,
9: or nothing.
2: Huh? Say that again. Not
9: like blue mountain coffee or nothing like
2: that. Exactly, yeah. chief. Exactly. <laughs> they they can keep that. I I, I don't know. Um, I, I I honestly think they're over. It's grossly overrated, overpriced. If I'm gonna pay that price for a cup of coffee, I it better really be good, really, really, really be good. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Um. I huh.
8: I'm
9: sorry. I no, dealing with them a long time ago. I have an elder friend who's a pastor in Kingston, and she said she went to volunteer, did some volunteer work in Ethiopia, and she 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 just really screwed me the exploitation of women who farm that are owned by public and you know talking about the fair trade system and it, it's just modern day places hmm. so, yeah.
2: wow it is it really is anybody familiar with yeah.
9: yeah everywhere in central Florida
2: yeah okay I'll save my comments offline, won't say anything online) <laughs> whatsapp will now give you two days to unsend messages have you mistakenly dropped a nude in the family group chat meant for your boo have no fear whatsapp is giving you some extra time to delete it on monday the company announced that users will now be given a little over two days to delete messages sent accidentally the original deletion period was one hour to take advantage of this new feature All users involved in the conversation must be updated to the app's most recent version. Once updated, open up the WhatsApp group or individual chat where you sent the message. Tap and hold the content. You won't permanently gone. Press delete and then select either delete for everyone or delete for me. This must be done within the two days and 12 hour period or else the unwanted messages will remain where they are. Many have slammed the feature as a way to manipulate conversations, while others find it extremely useful when needing to correct mistakes. Nevertheless, WhatsApp is getting ahead of the text on send element, which has been highly sought after for iPhone users. Apple has announced that its on send feature will be introduced with the iOS 16 beta Better. I never pronounced that word. Somebody tell me. What is it? Better? <laughs> Beta. See, thank you. <laughs> Update this fall. Thank you, Dre. However, they are only allowing 15 minutes to remove unfavorable messages. Facebook and Instagram have both implemented on send features in their DMs. Users on IG are even notified when messages are on sent mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No comment. The U.S. Justice Department, or the U.S. Justice Department, sorry, is preparing to sue Google as soon as next month, according to people familiar with the matter, capping years of work to build a case that the Alphabet Inc. unit illegally dominates the digital advertising market. Lawyers with the DOJ's antitrust division are questioning publishers in another round of interviews to refresh facts and glean additional details for the complaint, said three people familiar with conversations who asked not to be named discussing an ongoing investigation. Some of the interviews have already taken place and others are scheduled in the coming weeks, told the People said. They build on previous interrogations conducted during an earlier stage of the long-running investigation, the People said. An ad tech complaint, which Bloomberg had reported was in the works last year, would mark the DOJ's second case against Google following the government's 2020 lawsuit, alleging the tech titan dominates the online search market in violation of antitrust laws. Still undecided is whether prosecutors will file the case in federal court in Washington, where the search case is pending, or in New York, where state attorneys general have their own antitrust case related to Google's AdTech tech business, the people said. The Justice Department declined to comment. Chipotle in New York City will have to pay their NYC workers $20 million for violating city labor laws. Chipotle Mexican Grill will pay $20 million to current and former workers at its New York City restaurants for violating city labor laws, Mayor Eric Adams announced on Tuesday. According to investigators, Chipotle's violations of the city's fair workweek law included failing to post work schedules, 14 days in advance, pay a premium for schedule changes, and offer available shifts to current employees before hiring new employees. The settlement between the city and the California-based fast food chain covers about 13,000 employees who worked at the chain's New York City outlets between 2017 and this year. It is the result of an investigation by the city's department of consumer and worker protection into complaints filed by 160 chipotle workers and local 32bj of the service employees international union city officials said today's settlement with chipotle is not only a victory for workers by securing up to 20 million dollars in relief for approximately 13,000 workers, but also sends a strong message as the largest worker protection settlement in New York City history that we will not stand by when workers' rights are violated, Adams, a Democrat, said in a statement. Under the agreement, an hourly New York City Chipotle worker is eligible to receive $50 for each week worked between November 26, 2017 and April 30, 2022. Chipotle will also pay $1 million in civil penalties to the city. We're pleased to be able to resolve these issues and believe this settlement demonstrates Chipotle's commitment to providing opportunities for all our team members while also complying with the Fair Work Week Law Scott Boatwright, Chipotle's chief restaurant officer said in a statement. Boatwright said the company has taken steps to improve compliance through measure measures such as improved timekeeping technology and looks forward to continuing to promote the goals of predictable scheduling and access to work hours for those who want them. Ah, oh, Chipotle, why did you do that? And I believe there are other companies that do that. I don't think they're the only one. But good for you, um, workers. Was 160 complaints that were filed good for you. 13,000 workers are going to benefit. Yeah, It's time y'all. these restaurant chains make money. They make money. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. In health and science news, didn't we talk about a virus already this week? What was it? Shen something or another? I don't even remember. The one that, from the water park, when the people went to the water park, 30, okay, here we go with another one. Doctors in China detect new Lanya virus, 35 people infected. Brace yourselves, it's another virus among us. Doctors in China have reported a newly detected virus. Lanya virus has infected 35 people in two provinces in eastern China, Taiwan's Centers for Disease Control, CDC confirmed. The virus, officially named lanya henipavirus virus, Le-V, is new, which means it has not infected humans before. However, the virus is in the Henipavirus family, in which two species have been previously identified, the Hendra virus and Nipah virus. The two often produce both severe and fatal illnesses among people, and as of right now, there are no vaccines or treatments henipavirus is classified as biosafety level 4 and have fatality rates between 40 and 75% according to the data collected by the world health organization of the 35 patients who are infected with the lanya virus none have died and none have been serious cases the sun reported Scientists in China reported that the patients were tested because they were febrile and their symptoms included fever, fatigue, a cough, loss of appetite, muscle pain, nausea, headache, and vomiting. The patients also had a history of contact with animals, the paper added. However, due to the cluster of cases, the virus may likely have passed between humans already the paper said there was no close contact or common exposure history among the patients which suggests that the infection in the human population may be sporadic contact tracing of nine patients with 15 close contact family members revealed no close contact lay transmission but our sample size was too small to determine the status of human to human transmission for Levy. scientists suspect that shrews were the most obvious carrier of the Lanya virus among 25 animals studied the new virus is reminiscent of the early days of the covid pandemic when china reported there was only a handful of novel coronavirus cases which were also thought to be only related to animal transmission so my question do we go to the doctor or do we go to the vet who do we go to that's all i want to know Because everything is derived from an animal, it seems. So, who, who do we see? The doctor or the vet? Can the doctor and the vet work together? You know, help us
7: out here. Because, I don't know. Could, could this be like the new type of warfare, like, they're like, oh, who needs nuclear weapons when we can send out virus to kill people? I think and so. It's more, and it's more effective, because it makes no sense, because you know, we we can say that, okay, we're living in the most modern time of Earth existence, with technology, with um, the advancement of certain um, medical procedures, and, and just, just technology in general. and um, But We've been living with animals since existence. They were made before and us, allegedly, right, James? Yeah. And and, and I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like, what happened, like, 200, 300 years ago, but it just seems so ironic that, you know, in modern times, you know, like, animals, like, these stuff are just jumping out of animals to human beings when, you know, when you look in history, like, it, it, it talks about, like, even biblical history, talk about people living 200, 300 years, you know, and, and we never heard anything like this, like, you know, like these animals, like stuff, just jumping out of animals into human beings, so, no, this, this is very fishy, very fishy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but back in the day, did animals sleep in beds with people? was animals you know carried around in
7: purses and and baby carriages yeah remember remember yeah. Like, in in certain parts in in certain parts like people living in villages and 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 you could go outside and pet the monkey and do whatever and 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 it started with monkey as 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 far as people are saying and like some of these like like the the, the mud cow disease and all that stuff people are sleeping with their cows right <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. It, it, <laughs> no, I
1: I think moments had a story about that. Was it a cow or was yeah, it a was, horse? It was, some it was.
2: animal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to learn to behave myself. <laughs> hey, y'all hear me? I hope y'all hear me. I, I pressed something. I know I just pressed something. I hope y'all still hearing me. James? Yes, we I just need to know if we go to the doctor, or we go to the vet. At this point, I just need to know who do we go to because, yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's more it mostly have to do with science with with, with human being messing around because even with, with the the mad cow thing, I remember a part of what they were saying is that on these massive farms, like in America and in in like um China, Mexico, Canada, they have like these massive farms with like thousands of of cows and, like, you come out sometimes and a cow would just fall and die. Um, and what what was reported is that some of these farmers not wanting to lose, um you know, in terms of their, their, their investment, they would grind these cows up and feed them back to the other cows. You know, so s- stuff like that was reported. There, there's stuff reported, like with some of the, the, the stuff that was going around in chicken, that they would get, like, a batch, like, say, like, a million... Um, chicken would co- be contaminated and they are looking at it as we can not throw away this million chicken and they'll send it out still So I think it's science like people are blaming the animals, but it's more human beings, right? Yeah, you're right you right, it's Because in most of these places
9: they have poor environmental controls, you know, so you got chemicals getting waterways and food, Everything else, right? So it's so producing bacteria and chemicals. That's why in these plants you got these animals being exposed to antibiotics and everything else. Like, why do you need to have sick, sick things need antibiotics, right? So that means that most of what's been processed is sick. And you're injecting with antibiotics. When people are turning around to seeing those antibiotics, so the same as you talked about, you know, the, the things we haven't experienced in the past, look at what we're experiencing today that our ancestors didn't experience in the past as it relates to health, like all the cancers and the viruses, you know, a multiplicity of them. We didn't it, it, really, it would not been affected like that in life. And then our animals you know, animals were part of the process of creating longevity. You know, giving back to the earth to other, to fertilize or whatever else. Now you can't even trust the soil. At what point do we need to test our soil just to grow food? So you know that the transition is coming from the sky, is being inserted into the earth, is being implanted into the animals which is being fed to so us, even plant life. So even if you're a vegetarian, you might know say, <laughs> you know, at all. You know, like, no more faith than people who eat meat. Because you're getting the same experience. You know, you got people are dying on farms just through food. Growing those farmers, you know, I guess you could say, modern-day slave fields, you got these, these farmers, Hispanic or otherwise who are just dying from disease from the exposure to pesticides, you know.
2: It, it, I'm tired that's all I'm gonna say I'm tired I, you don't know anymore and after that article we read about the the um, physicist who put up a used this took up what the, the chorizo and told us that was a something out in space I don't believe anything anymore that's why I'm I'm sorry I, I, I don't know what to believe anymore all I can say is we try our best to take care of ourselves the best way we can. We're going to take another quick break. When we return, we have Sports, and Corner, and more. Here is some more music from our hashtag, uh, WCW Artists for today. Here's Maya with hey, Ding Dong. What What you doing, hey, me.
0: Shoddy, shoddy, yeah. you doing to me. Maya, Maya, Maya. Come with me Yardman
5: style Who are you like? J.J. style Ding-dong style
0: Three of us times Yeah, sure they have when you wine No my body every time I think that you make the younger blush If you call my phone No more plans get squash. Meet me now, water talk in a bash Boy, I want it fast I forget it in a hurry Hit me now, I'll be in a lobby Love higher than good, good time You're my diamond Love and I'll never need your money Your money Touch down, man, it's Look so sexy, wind up your body on me. Ain't come and wind up your body on me. Boy I love how you touch, down hands, free Look so sexy, wind up your body on me. Ain't come and wind up your body on me. Boy the temptation
2: out that cake straight out the gate.
1: We uh, the woman, some mistake is for whores I'm saying why spend mine when I can spend yours. Disagree? Well, that's you, and I'm sorry. I'ma keep playing these cats out like cards. High your shoes, getting love from
2: the dudes for badass chicks from I'm the Mulan Rouge. Okay. Hey sisters, so sisters, better get that dough, sisters. We drink wine with diamonds in the glass, By the case, the meaning of expensive taste. We wanna get it, jengi ya come on, Coca Cola.
0: What? Rio Lady, One time, come on now.
2: All of the listeners log on to QMZRadio.com Radio.com, And everyone here with me on Clubhouse Where the conversation happens On Moments With Me You're listening to Coffee and Toad World News On The Go Every Monday through Friday Starting at 9am to 12pm Eastern Where I read the news And we share our views After this, it's sports news. that song I have to let it just play all the way to the end the vocals phenomenal yeah Maya pink Christina Aguilera and uh, little Kim when little Kim before little Kim completely changed being little Kim that, that's all I must say In sports news, former NFL star Marshawn Lynch arrested in Vegas for DUI. On Tuesday, Las Vegas police announced they arrested former NFL star running back Marshawn Lynch. According to a statement from police, they conducted a vehicle stop for suspected driver impairment. The statement said officers determined Lynch was impaired and then arrested the former NFL star. The LVMPD, Las Vegas, I guess, yeah, conducted a vehicle stop at Fairfield Avenue and West Utah Avenue near Wyoming and Las Vegas Boulevard on a driver later identified as Marshawn Lynch for suspected driver impairment, a statement from the police said. Through the course of the investigation, officers determined that Lynch was impaired and conducted an arrest. Lynch was transported to the Las Vegas City Jail and booked for driving under the influence. No further details were provided. Lynch has had two previous run-ins with police that also involved the use of his vehicle while impaired, the Spun reported. Tennis star Serena Williams will play her last match at the U.S. Open. In the September 2022 Vogue cover story, the famed athlete who is 40 years old announced she's retiring from the sport after the annual tournament to focus on building her family. These days, if I have to choose between building my tennis resume and building my family, I choose the latter, she wrote. Williams wrote that she'd like to have another baby after her days as an athlete are over. In the last year, Alexis and I have been trying to have another child. And we recently got some information from my doctor that put my mind at ease and made me feel that whenever we're ready, we can add to our family, she explained. I definitely don't want to be pregnant again as an athlete. I need to be two feet into tennis or two feet out. Williams confirmed she would play at the U.S. Open in Queens later in the month, even though she admitted she had no idea if she'd win. Williams won her first match in over a year on Monday at the National Open in Toronto. Unfortunately, I was not ready to win Wimbledon this year, and I don't know if I'll be ready to win in New York, but I'm going to try having won 23 grand slam titles that will be her final grand slam event williams acknowledged that she dreads life after her time on the courts at flushing meadows despite her emphasis on her family's future there is no happiness in this topic for me i know it's not the usual thing to say but i feel a great deal of pain she shared it's the hardest thing that i could ever imagine I hate it. I hate that I have to be at this crossroads. I keep saying to myself, I wish it could be easy for me, but it's not. I'm torn. I don't want it to be over, but at the same time, I'm ready for what's next. I say, yeah, you have to know when it's time to step away, and I'm glad that you know she's using family as the perfect crutch for the reason to step away, but um, it's good to leave on a high note right and i i i, I kind of like her honesty with her saying um she doesn't know she'll win she doesn't know and i can appreciate that she's not gonna act as though oh my god i have to win you know i'm not yeah nobody can beat me there's some humility in that statement right? so we support you we applaud you you opened up doors for many um black tennis players who felt inhibited who felt as though there was no place for them because it was dominated by the whites and she showed even though she's not the first or she and her sister were not the first to come to stardom but it's they somehow propelled the entire platform all right thank you I know someone opened up their mic go right ahead
7: yeah I'm and, sure and she's the goat so, you know so that that's you know you, know, you step down when You know, like, I don't think, I'm not sure if anyone will achieve what, you know, she's been able to achieve, so, so that's good, you know? Um, yeah, and it's, you know, I know, I know she, she's talking about it in Toronto a lot, and a lot of the media is taking pride that, oh, like, she's doing it in Toronto, but, yeah, she's, she's the goat, and she's, she's amazing, you know, so, yeah, good luck with her and her family, so, yeah. yeah.
2: Full support, all the way all the way i yeah can't take anything from her um kudos to her dad who had the vision right what's his name um oh my gosh his first name slipped to me but kudos to him he was determined that they would have a better opportunity And the only way for them to have that better opportunity was to create the opportunity. Something that we all have to learn, right? Um, To create opportunities. Don't be afraid to push the envelope because you never know who's watching. And understand that in pushing the envelope and paving ways and, you know, taking that bulldozer and creating your own road, you're also showing others that, hey, listen, you can do whatever it is that you set your heart to. set your mind on, right? Yeah, time for Caribbean Corner. First, first story, courtesy of Caribbean Loop News, Guyanese man receives life sentence for 2011 murder in New York City. A 37-year-old Guyanese-American man was sentenced to 25 years to life in prison by the Queen's Supreme Court for the December, 11, the December 2011 shooting death of a 20-year-old man in South Richmond Hill, New York City. Queen's Supreme Court Justice Michael Yavinsky handed the sentence to Troy Thomas for the second-degree murder conviction. District Attorney Melinda Katz welcomed the court ruling as it brings to an end the long pursuit of justice. Despite being on the run for eight years, the defendant has now been held to account for something for committing this senseless murder. The family and loved ones of the victim, who had just become a father at the time of his death, were denied justice for more than a decade. I hope they can finally put this sad chapter to rest, knowing that the defendant will spend a lengthy term in prison for his criminal actions. Thomas was convicted of Keith Frank's murder after a trial in May. According to trial testimony, Thomas was at a house party when he got into an argument with Frank. Prosecutors say Thomas opened fire on Frank, wounding him once in the chest. Frank died while receiving treatment at hospital. Following the incident, Thomas fled New York City for his homeland, Guyana. In 2018, the U.S. government filed an extradition request in Guyana to have Thomas returned to New York City to face justice. After several hearings and appeals, he was extradited to the U.S. in April 2019. And we head on over to Jamaica, courtesy of Jamaica Gleaner. PNP President hails Hannah an inspiration. So last night on Coffee, on um, I'm sorry, not Coffee until Rose Solo Show, we spoke about Lisa Hannah stepping away from representational politics. People's National Party PNP President Mark Golding has hailed Lisa Hannah. His party colleague, who announced Tuesday that she is leaving representational politics as an inspiration. Hannah is the PNP MP for Southeast St. Anne, a seat she's held since 2007. She said she will not seek re-election when her term ends in 2025. According to the party, representational politics is a labor of love, and Hannah has certainly given her best in service to her country. Hannah's commitment to Jamaica remains an an inspiration to our youth and those looking to enter representational politics. I look forward to continue working with Hannah on areas in which she is passionate and has achieved significant results, said Golding. The PNP said it will work closely with the party's executive of Southeast St. Anne to arrange a suitable occasion to honor the outgoing lawmaker. The former minister of youth and culture said she was leaving to pave new roads for the generation coming behind us. It has not always been easy. The political baptisms of fire were often unrelenting and excruciating. I have many times stood alone on principle, which was perceived as unreasonable and misunderstood, she said in her August 9 letter to Golding. Hannah came in for criticisms following her narrow win in the PNP bastion in the 2020 general election in which her party was battered by the governing Jamaica Labour Party. That year, she also lost a bid for the PNP presidency. The former Miss World has consistently polled as one of the most popular politicians in Jamaica. I'm sad to see her go. She's still going to be in politics, but not at the level that she is. She's pretty much on the back burner. She will still be contributing, but in a lesser category.
7: Yeah, that, that's, that's unfortunate. That, that's like a big blow, too. I, I don't see them coming back. I don't see them coming back, like... Yeah, like jp is gonna be like a, a five-six term government. <laughs> no, seriously, like, and I think the, the unfortunate thing—it's—it's it's very unfortunate—but in Jamaica, women have been given a a, a a raw deal in politics. Yeah, you know, from you see what they did to Portia.
2: hmm
7: Um, and i know they do because, like, I I know Lisa and her personally. And whatever you see, like, she's ten times better than even what you see. Like, she's a genuine person. You know, I know people look at her and, and see, like, uptown girl, beautiful, um, and, and, and see that, like, okay, like, her family had money, but it's not it's not even, like, her immediate family that had money. It's, like, aunts and uncles and, and stuff, you know, that used to own, like, Anna Better Buy um, in, in, in downtown Kingston. But, like, I met her in 1993 and she's been an amazing person. She's down to earth, trust me. She's like a tomboy. You know, she's not girly-girly like you see. Not, because she's beautiful, people just look and say, oh, she's a, you know, Miss Universe or whatever. She didn't even want to enter. Like, people pushed her to enter, enter into it. So it, it's just unfortunate um, that, you know, women, even though, you know, eighty percent of, of, of the university combined women um that women are getting such a raw deal in politics and hopefully like I see Andrew Onis is like shown in his cabinet with, with a lot more women. So hopefully going forward like um what what have been done to like Portia Simpson um Bobsy Grange have to be like a man to survive politics. Trust me, Bob Z Grange have to like be like rough and tough to survive politics so it's it's just unfortunate
2: yeah she also said in her letter um that let me read this part: hannah in her letter to pnp president mark golding stating her intention to not offer herself as a candidate for the party the next general election told the pnp that it needed to embrace change empower young people and attract the right talent in order to survive What from the article that was read last night, I will say, and this one, I'm gonna say what I said last night. What I'm gathering is that, what my takeaway is that the PNP needs to wake up, come to terms with that times are changing, and with the times changing, we have to change our outlook. We cannot have the same antique train of thought and expect to um succeed can't do that but i also want to hone in on what she said that oftentimes she has had to stand alone on principle that's a very profound statement she has put the entire political landscape on blast right there time for everybody in politics to take a look at themselves in the mirror acknowledge their faults their flaws and make a concerted effort to turn the tide to step up and do what's right for the people not what's right for them and their personal agendas she said it has not always been easy political baptisms of fire were often unrelenting and excruciating. And yes, you said she's a very down to earth person. I do know her. She's a very down to earth person. Uh you catch her at home, she is in T shirt and chads. that's who she is. She is a person. She's a human being. Yeah. Um I'm yes, really I sad see to see her go. Yeah
7: and and to add to it, like as I said I know her personally and she's like one of the strongest person I know and for her to be walking away because trust me she don't want to walk away for her to be walking away like there are things that's going on that the public don't have information about for her to be walk because I I remember I think it was about the year 2000 or so when her separation with Panton um, you know that young rising star for, for the JLP? Yeah, I know him. Um, yeah, so when they separated, like, at that time we were very close friends and sometimes I would see her and we'd sit down and talk and, like, I honestly felt that she was going to lose her mind at that point. Because, you know, this one thing that Jamaicans have to do better at is embracing generational success. So, you see the same way we treat the Marlies, the same way now they're treating Vibes Cartel kids, like, you know, that's how they treat her. Because they look at her as, yeah, they embrace you when you win um, and represent Jamaica to the world. But then after that, like, the, the things that they put her through when she was going through the separation, like, trust me, like, that woman was going to lose her mind. And the fact that she can survive, and even though at the time there was no social media, but she was getting bullied left, right and center. So for her to be stepping down now, something deep is going on. Because as I said, this woman is a strong woman. It's not like a pushover. And I believe that um, I, what's-his-name need to step down in the best interest of the party and do what Bruce Golden was able to do. Fight off the dinosaurs and say, look, this is where the world is heading. Obama, Justin Trudeau, um, what's-her-name in, in New Zealand? Um, the new leader in the Caribbean, um, I think Guyana or wherever, youth, this is where the world is going. If you're over 65, just, just step down and, 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 and be an advisor to, to, to um, and give these young people a chance. And that's what, I think, th- you know, they're pulling their left, right and center in the party. And there's a lot of stuff that we're not hearing. She, she also,
2: in her letter, here's another fragment that I'm going to give you, James. I have always been a champion of change and having the courage to do what's right, even when it's not expedient or self-serving, as I believe courage has an obligation to pave new roads for the generation coming behind us. As such, I have recently decided to conclude my current journey in representational politics at the end of this term. So if we're reading between the lines, you can tell that there is a lot that's going on behind the scenes. But she's being very diplomatic. She's maintaining diplomacy. And she is not going to put the, she's not going to air the dirty laundry if you want a better term, right? Uh, Yeah. And sometimes you can only fight so much. You can only fight so much. You really can. And politics is not easy. It's not an easy platform for any woman. Because I don't know what it is. And I need somebody to explain to me. And only a man can explain to me. A woman raised you, but you have issues with a woman being an authoritarian figure when you become an adult. And that's something I just can't understand. No man wants to take instruction or order or reproach when it comes to a woman. Why is that the case?
6: I can just chime in here a Yes, moment. baby.
2: Good then, morning. Uh, Good
6: morning. Well, I will miss uh, Miss Hannah. Uh, she has been the most outspoken, I believe, uh, a female politician in a while on a consistent basis, not just here and there. She has stood up to a largely male um, uh, based. Uh, politics in jamaica and that is not easy to do she has fought the fight she has shattered some glass ceilings in the process and uh she's obviously under some some pressure um you know there's one thing to be a trailblazer but if you are not getting the support uh it is it is a tough road to home it's a tough road to home so we wish her well. Uh, we hope that whoever replaces her uh, has that same fire in their belly Whether it's a uh, female or male, but we need more like uh, miss miss Hannah To really uh, sometimes got to rattle a cage for change uh, I would like to see more done to protect women in Jamaica I'd like to see more laws on the book to protect children. I don't I think we we're consumed with sports I think we need to really look and look, look at, let's look around us and see what is wrong and address. Obviously, the crime situation speaks for itself. But we need to take a hard look at what we prioritize and we need to have these uncomfortable but necessary conversations. And that's one way that uh, Ms. Hannah was leading the charge. So, job well done. I'm looking forward to her successor. Thank you.
2: Yes. Thank you, Fabian. Fabian, I need for you to answer a moment's question. <laughs> or any man on the say. Yeah. We need that question answered for sure. Naturalist James simple, Fabian or Marlon. What is it about go ahead, go right ahead. Let me let me mute up. Go ahead, James.
7: Yeah, but 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 to be fair to us, you know, I don't think it's from this generation. I think, you, you know, pre- I think previous generation have a bigger problem, like, if you, if you talk to a lot of men from, from our generation, we're, we're not that stubborn, like, we, 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 we adapt to change easier, you know, I, I know in our culture, because, like, for me, I can tell you that, like, I, I had a bit of a struggle, even before I got married, like, to know that my wife was making way more money than, than I was making. Um, and then, you know, like I had to sit down and come to terms and I say, look, what, do you prefer like a gold digger or do you prefer like a strong woman that, that is educated and, and and I'm like, yeah, I, I prefer a strong, educated woman, like I'm not going to feel bad because she makes more money. And a lot of guys in my circle, like in Canada now, they, they are with professional women that are calling shots at their job. And, and these guys are, you know, healthy, they're in healthy marriages. Um, not confrontational. So I think with some generation, it's a bit more difficult to accept when women are are going out there and and are game changers, you know, in this world. But in fairness to us, I think my generation, you know, of people my age, you know, like 30 years old and younger, (laughs) you (laughs) know, (laughs) I think we're okay with it. Really? And
2: I bet to differ. I think it's all ages that have a problem with it
7: i honestly think so but for moments i'm telling you like guys in my circle like uh, most of well all of the guys in my circle are dealing are married to professional women Mm -hmm. like half half of the guys in our circle in my circle their wives are making more money than because in canada there's a lot of opportunities and because you know coming from jamaica where women were leading in education already um I, I have friends that they're in Canada because of their wife because their wife um, did so well in Jamaica and it's easier to come to Canada on a certain level of education mm-hmm. and these are good marriages it's not like guys sitting down being worthless and riding on their wife's um, coattail they're doing their stuff but it so happened that like okay like I'm a mechanic but my wife is a professor at university um, we, we have a respectful relationship my wife is not throwing it in my face that okay she's making more money and i can talk about my circle and i'm sure there are other guys who can testify to this but there are certain circles that still have a problem with it but my circle in particular like guys are okay with it well well, james my friend you are
6: the exception to the rule (laughs) you and your are exception to the rule okay uh on our unwillingness to share power is a huge problem in jamaica to this yes. day okay although i believe we leave the world in terms of uh female businesswoman per capita which is a great title to have but when it comes to women making decisions and allowed to make decisions and men supporting women to enact change that's a different story altogether
2: yeah you're absolutely right, Fabian. Absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. You hit it on the head. And I think, and it's prevalent in politics. You can see it there. What are men afraid of? And you know, Javette, what I'm going to do, I am going to let us have this conversation in Days After Dark because there is a power struggle between male and female. Why? Not sure. Yes, yes. Well, because there. No, go ahead, Marla. No,
1: go ahead, Javet, go ahead. Because what I hear is monetary, not like what Fabian says, decision. It's two totally different things. Mm -hmm. And are you saying money is power, which is a saying? So because a woman makes more money, you already feel emasculated? -hmm. So that's why if we make a decision, it's just going to be negated.
2: That's ridiculous. But I'll yield. Yeah, it's an interesting con. It's going to be an interesting conversation. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to move Monday's topic and put this one in instead. Yeah, we're going to have this conversation Monday night, 10 p.m. Eastern on Days After Dark. Yeah,
7: yeah. Well, well as, as Fabian said, maybe it's just my circle. And I guess because, you know, growing up with a, a strong woman that, that made decision, um, like my, my mother, like growing up with her she her making all the decisions and stuff like that, um, sisters and stuff like that, that, that are business owners and making decisions. Like I've just always been in that circle where, and it's not just the money, it's about, because like, the way I with my wife, like we do every, we're part, we're a partnership. Like if, you know, it's not like I'm not going to go out and buy a car because I like it. She have to, she have to be a part of it too. She's not going to go out and buy like a, a, a sofa or whatever because she like it. We make decisions together, and we we value each other decisions. And, you know, a lot of, as I said, a lot of um people in my circle are like that. So, I I know they still, we still have ways to go. Like in, in, especially in Jamaica, because it's been unbalanced in Jamaica for decades. Women have been 80% of the university graduates in Jamaica for the last 25 years. But in terms of corporate Jamaica, the the, the, the numbers are not reflecting. And in politics, and that's why I say like with, with Andrew Onnes, you have to give him credit. Because it's the first time in Jamaica history where there is one political party that has so much women making decisions for the country and i think that can only make jamaica better so yeah uh, maybe it's just my circle
2: all right so we're going to come to the conversation monday night 10 p.m eastern days they, after dark
7: uh, i like to decide but a lot of
5: these guys they don't want another mother they've been to a stage with a mom before and they figure their mom is out the picture so they don't want another woman ruling them until they're what to do that's the bottom line
2: all right interesting perspective hey This is going to be a good one. (laughs) So definitely tune in Monday night at 10 p.m. Our next story, courtesy of the Jamaica Observer. Government faces more questions on cost of Camina's failed SG bid. Did I say something yesterday? Huh. All right, then. One civil society advocacy group is questioning the government's claims of transparency and accountability in the expenditure information which it furnished regarding public money spent on Kamina Johnson-Smith's failed campaign for Commonwealth Secretary-General and the delegation to the Commonwealth Heads of Government Meeting, CHOGM, in Kigali, Rwanda, in July. Executive Director of Jamaica Accountability Meter Portal, Jeanette A. Calder, has argued that the information provided by the government does not meet the threshold of transparency for the public who have covered the costs for the campaign. And I've deliberately read it like that. Citizens want to know what additional and unbudgeted expenses did they have to fund to support Mrs. Johnson Smith's bid for a job as Commonwealth Secretary General. Despite the pledge to provide same, there is no such information in the official release. Speaking with the Jamaica Observer on Tuesday, Calder pointed out that on June six, in a radio interview, the Minister of Information, Robert Morgan, had indicated that there are costs that have been incurred separate from her duties as the Foreign Affairs Minister, and referencing a trip to Africa that was not about her regular duties, said if she was going to be a successful candidate, there was a need to engage with heads on the African continent. Calder said the minister also advised that the office of the prime minister was also supporting Johnson Smith through the communications unit. Calder said the Prime Minister's release indicated that Minister Johnson-Smith had made strategic use of the opportunities offered in pending official engagements to carry out lobbying activities, but argued that if Jamaica is to be properly advised of what funds were spent on the campaign, the release cannot conflate those spent for planned ministerial duties, that is obfuscation. She contended that any standard of accountability would require that the government disaggregate the $18.26 million it said was spent on Johnson Smith's air and ground travel, meals, and accommodation to allow for adequate public scrutiny so that concerned citizens can be satisfied with how their taxes were spent and if value was received. At a minimum, Jamaica turning 60 should mean more than transparency by edict. In a release late Sunday, the OPM said Johnson Smith's campaign was efficiently conducted and utilized the existing channels and resources, including already established travel plans and engagements. This significantly minimized additional and direct expenditure from the budget for campaign. Just over forty three point nine million dollars was spent in total, including eighteen point two million dollars on activities around Johnson Smith's candidacy and twenty five point seven among the OPM. The Minister of Foreign Affairs Tourism, him on delegation costs for attendance. Earlier this week, opposition spokesman and finance Julian Robinson insisted that Prime Minister Andrew Holness is still expected to answer these questions. He robinson tabled in parliament several weeks ago asking for specifics about spending on johnson smith's campaign and the delegation to chogm i asked for it yesterday i asked for it i asked for the breakdown so i'm not the only one thinking like that because in my opinion i think 43.9 million dollars is a little over the top and I'm not saying that money doesn't need to be spent in the campaigning. I'm not saying that at all. Nor am I saying that money doesn't need to be spent to, to go to Kigali. But I want to break down because $43.9 million overall seems a little excessive to me. Just to me, my humble opinion. It's taxpayers' money and we demand transparency as it relates to its spending a complete breakdown a complete breakdown and i'm asking for it not just to be facetious or inquisitive or being ridiculous but when you think that there are people in civil service the police force teachers nurses people that work in the tax offices are crying out saying that they're not being sufficiently paid. They're not being paid a livable income. But we can find $43.9 million. So I need them to justify every penny for me. That's all I'm asking. And I don't think I'm being ridiculous. When you are in a position of public office and you're Benefiting from the dollars of taxpayers, I think we are well within our right to ask you how you're spending our money. That's it. I don't know if I'm being unreasonable. If I am, oh well. Firefighters have finally overcome what officials described as the worst fire in Cuba's history that blazed over five days and destroyed 40% of the Caribbean island's main fuel storage facility and caused enormous power outages. Mantanzas is Cuba's largest port for receiving crude oil and fuel imports. Oil and diesel stored in 10 huge tanks at the port are mainly used to generate electricity on the island. The fire broke out when lightning struck a fuel storage tank on Friday evening. The fire spread to a second tank by Sunday and engulfed the four-tank area on Monday, despite efforts by local firefighters supported by more than 100 Mexican and Venezuelan reinforcements. Rolando Recino, the head of transport for the Cuban Interior Ministry said on state-run television on Tuesday afternoon that firefighters had managed to control the fire. Officials have not said how much fuel has been lost in the fire. Authorities said that no oil had contaminated the nearby Mantanzas Bay. Still, they warned residents as far away as the capital, Havana, located approximately 60 miles from the port, to wear face masks and avoid possible acid rain due to the large plume of smoke the fire generated. And we're going to take another quick break, and when we return, it is Believe It or Not news. All right, here is Maya with Ready for Whatever.
0: I ain't worried about no other Fell in love with me with all the bridges It's cold when we're together Me and you don't get no better Wanna call it? I ain't worried about no other. Fell in love with me before the bridges. It's cold when we're together. Me and you don't get no better.
2: To all your listeners, log on to QNZRadio.com. The Quality Music Zone, JohnNolRadio.com. And everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee Into World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. And today we are crushing on to Mia. Ashanti and Maya. I don't
0: know, just who
2: It's time for us to get into our Believe It or Not stories. Love that song, Stranger in My House. I don't think it will ever get stale. A 12-year-old boy confessing to accidentally shooting and killing his mother after first saying it was murder. Ayobi Yobie Cook, a 29-year-old registered nurse in Jefferson County, Alabama, was found dead in her suburban home on the 2400 block of Fremont Avenue after midnight on August 6th. The 12-year-old boy reported that an intruder entered their home, shot his mother, and fled the scene. However, upon further investigation, authorities determined that was not possible. Eventually, the child admitted that he unintentionally killed his mom and quickly fabricated the story. Evidence at the scene supported that the murder was an accident. The boy's father... And Cook's husband, Jarvis Cook, is an officer with the Birmingham Police Department and was at work during the shooting. The child was released into his custody, and it does not appear that he will face charges, though the case must be processed in the family court system. The boy's identity has not been released, and it remains unclear whose gun was used in the shooting. Why is it unclear as to whose gun? Wouldn't the... The um forensic report or forensic what you, what was the t- right term for it I don't know but wouldn't forensics um tell you what kind of gun it came from and then based on that you know who the gun belongs to I don't think that should be much of a problem to solve truly unfortunate situation not sure what happened if he was playing around um why they um. Are saying that he will not. Doesn't appear he'll face charges. Right. They say it was an accident. So we'll just have to wait for more information on that. Now let me know if any of you men. would do this. (laughs) This one I find quite amusing. So let me read this one. Unable to make it to his wedding. He sends his brother. In his place. The big day he had been preparing for. For several months had finally arrived. But heck. He couldn't be there anymore due to his new contract with the Malmo Football Club. What to do then? Unable to make it to his wedding because his new club asked him to come back quickly to get to know his teammates, Sierra Leone football player Mohamed Bouya Toure had to send his brother to represent him. The marriage of the Sierra Leonean and his girlfriend, Suad Beydoun, was scheduled for July 21, 2022. However, a few days earlier, Mohammed and Malmo, a Swedish first division club, reached an agreement. Dilemma for the 27-year-old striker, going to Sweden to sign his contract or staying in Sierra Leone to marry his sweetheart. Not wanting to miss the opportunity to return to Europe as Malmo insisted he come, also not wanting to plant his fiance, chere decided to travel to sweden and be represented at his own wedding by his brother the sierra leonean striker has posted the snaps of his wedding but confirms these were all taken well before the big day i wasn't there because malmo asked me to come here earlier we took the photos in advance said the new malmo striker in the columns of the swedish newspaper afton bladet looks like i was there but i wasn't my brother had to represent me at the wedding himself adds to promising promising to take his wife to malmo and go on honeymoon before the end of the year how many of you (laughs) would let your brother stand in or you? are <laughs> not married to him. She exactly, to the brother. Thank you, Javette. As the woman, I would, ha- unless she wanted the brother really and not him, I would have said, "Hey, listen, this is our financial future, and it's important that you go sign this. Go sign this contract. Let us push back the wedding." I think that's the only thing to do. And if there's going to be a cost associated with pushing back the wedding, guess what? The contract will afford, <laughs> will be able to afford it. That to me would be the reasonable thing to do. Can you imagine me and Marlon to get married? He has to go off and sign a contract and he says, okay, let one of my other three brothers step in for me. You must say mad to blows and skirt. No, me will wait. Because I'm not marrying mom and I'm marrying the brother. You're absolutely right, Javette. Can you imagine staring into the brother's eyes? <laughs> oh, Lord help me. I wonder if she kissed <laughs> him. You can
1: kiss the bride. <laughs> the
8: same thing went through my head, Javette.
1: But the men are
8: quiet. They're not answering. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Unless you didn't
2: want her either. Unless he really wants, unless he, I don't know, I don't know. In entertainment news, Pete Davidson reportedly undergoing trauma therapy due to Kanye West's social media attacks. Several sources say Pete Davidson has been receiving trauma therapy due to Kanye West's insults on social media. The 28-year-old comedian has been seeking assistance. How old is Kim? Anyway, let me not digress. The 28-year-old comedian has been seeking assistance since April due to his fight with a rapper over their relationship with Kim Kardashian. On Monday, an insider said, The attention and negativity coming from Kanye and his antics is a trigger for Pete, and he's had to seek out help. Davidson has no regrets for dating Kim and wants it to be made very clear that she's been nothing but supportive of him throughout their relationship. Last week, sources confirmed that the two were calling it quits after nine months of dating. Kim and Pete have decided to be just friends. They have a lot of love and respect for each other, but found that the long distance and their demanding schedules made it really difficult to maintain a relationship. According to another source, their age gap influenced the decision. Over the last nine months, Davidson has tried to reach out to Kanye to get on the same page with the rapper. But Kanye did not stop with the attacks. On Monday, Kanye shared a post on his Instagram that read, Skeet Davidson dead at age 28. Oh my gosh, Kanye. Kanye removed the post shortly after Kim insisted that he remove the post from his page. A source said that Kim is livid. And incredibly upset Kanye is back to his old ways and Kim will not tolerate his bullying behavior towards the people she loves and cares about. Did anybody so, think it was gonna but, work out though?
5: Oh, no, but so hold on. Is Pete and Kanye going to the same therapist? <laughs> that's
2: true. Marlon, I've several seats. <laughs> Have you taken a good look at Pete, Skeet? <laughs> Skeet, Pete, whatever, I don't know what his name is. Have you ever taken a good look at David? He looks like he's strung out on something. I don't know. He,
5: he did some nice looking women in his in his Rolodex. I don't know why. Who, Skeet? To... I mean, Pete? Pete? <laughs> yes, Pete. He, 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 he did some, if you check, he did some nice looking woman, so I, I don't know. What
2: the hell did they see on him? I could not even pick fleas off my dog. I'm sorry. He's doing something. But then again, I'm probably prejudiced and I discriminate. There's something about a black man. I don't know. Let me, me, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, didn't work out. Sorry, Skeet Pete. (laughs) But Kanye was wrong for that, though. He was wrong to put Skeet Davidson dead at age 20.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm
1: sorry. My clubhouse was messing up. Yeah,
5: but when when he was dating, Con- I mean dating uh, Kim f- nine months ago, he was doing all the most too, and and and, and talking about Kanye and stuff. So yes, they both are going at it.
2: Oh, he Once did! He- I didn't even remember that.
5: Yeah, months oh, yeah. ago, he was flashing on yeah. and Kanye and say so he got his girl and he's got his kids and he's tattooed a daughter name all over. <laughs> one, 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 Aim on his body and all that stuff. That's that, that Kanye off too. So Kanye get his backlash.
8: like that.
1: Okay, I didn't know all of that stuff because you know I don't follow them people. But I thought at one time he had said that he does have some type of mental health issue, <laughs> like, something like that. Not Kanye, the other guy. The other guy!
5: I think so, Mr. Vet. I think so. Yeah, I remember
1: him saying he had like issues, mental health issues, <laughs> but they all crazy. Oh they all crazy.
2: There's something with that family, Javet. They attract crazy or they turn people crazy. <laughs> I don't know what it yep, is. That's a fact. There's something. I don't know what it is. You're either crazy to get in the family or when you get in there, I, how, how is Travis holding up? Is he okay? I don't know. I don't know. know. There's something off with that. And but the truth is, I wondered what she saw in him. That's the truth because they just did not look like a match. Just as Courtney and that other one, what's his name, Barker? Is it Barker, Travis Barker, that she got married to? I don't see the connection. I really don't. And it's not that I'm saying that the men are not good enough for the women. That's not what I'm saying because it could very well be that the men are too good for these women, right? I'm not saying that. But they just don't match up to me, right? And unfortunately, hold, hold your thought, hold your thought, don't say a word, unfortunately. Uh, let me wrap up the online <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, let me wrap this up online here because it is already 1159 p.m. we get so carried away sometimes I have to say thank you to all your listeners who logged on to QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. And of course, everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you are listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives whatever you do wherever you go please be safe see you tomorrow morning 9 a.m eastern have a wonderful day this is moments with me signing out